News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Speculation that President Biden is considering steps aimed at securing the southern border isn't sitting well with some of his fellow Democrats. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says that copying former President Trump isn't the way to beat Mr. Trump in November. There's cautious optimism among some GOP political observers that Republicans may win control of the Senate in November. Much of the optimism comes from the mere fact that Democrats have far more seats up for re-election in 2024 than Republicans. Add to that the recent developments in Maryland, where popular former GOP Governor Larry Hogan may give his party the best chance in decades to a statewide federal election victory. And in Montana, businessman Tim Sheehy is seen as a candidate strong enough to flip the seat of rare red state Democrat John Tester. Bob Agner reporting. Efforts to boost the prospects of Nikki Haley in Saturday's South Carolina Republican primary could backfire. So says correspondent Joey Hudson in Spartanburg. He's been talking with early voters and GOP organizers. They feel like that there's been more outsiders, that there's been more of an influence outside of South Carolina in this than people actually supporting Nikki Haley. And they're not too, they don't like that too much. They're not too fond of outsiders trying to influence our primary. Haley says she will stay in the race regardless of the outcome in her home state. The polls get former President Trump a big lead over Haley, who Mr. Trump says has been getting support from the Democrat establishment. Network issues this morning have plagued thousands of cell phone customers all across the country. There have been reports of outages, even affecting crucial 911 services in some areas. Watching Wall Street, the Dow futures are up 201 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Retirement Outlook. If your retirement account is mostly stocks or bonds, listen closely. The future of your savings may be more uncertain than ever before. Hi, I'm Paul Stone, CEO of Colonial Metals. The sad truth is our government continues to eat away at our freedoms and security. In economic times like these, run around the flagpole by lunatics in Washington... I look to the most trusted store of wealth in human history, physical gold and silver that you own. At Colonial Metals, we specialize in helping folks with IRAs and 401ks and other retirement accounts move their savings into physical gold and silver. If you'd like a free gold investment kit, give us a call today at 820-800-8000. My team is standing by ready to rush a free gold investment kit to you. You may also qualify for $7,500 in free silver and a free safe. Call 820-800-8000. 8,000 now. That's 820-800-8000. Colonial Metals is not a financial advisor. Consult with your advisor before investing. That's 820. This Gibbs Q News Flash, powered by Palm Mortuaries and Cemeteries. Stay active, be healthy, they'd rather wait. Well, it should come as no surprise when it comes to the Las Vegas housing market. Transplants from the Golden State, they have been outbidding locals for years. And it's only gotten worse since the Federal Reserve Board started raising the interest rates. Now, the U.S. Census Bureau reports the median household income in Southern California is more than $100,000. Here in Southern Nevada, 66000 So when Californians make the move to the Silver State, they have more buying power than the locals. Transplants from the Golden State make up... About one-third of the new residents that make the move to Nevada, with L.A. being the top city from which people are currently moving to Las Vegas. 
While commissioners may continue to talk about their role in the Grand Prix, Clark County officials confirmed that Formula One's Las Vegas Grand Prix, it will take place as scheduled over the next three years. Now, that pronouncement comes after Clark County Commissioner Tick Siegerbloom mentioned recently that the county did not have a signed agreement with Formula One and had never committed to allowing the race for the next three years. This year's Grand Prix scheduled for November 21st through the 23rd. Current plans also call once again for erecting that temporary bridge on Flamingo over Koval, which created major issues with nearby businesses who claimed they lost millions in revenue due to that infrastructure work. His lips don't move, but his show is Terry Fader leaving New York, New York after a three-year run there. The singing ventriloquist has not said where he is headed next, but Johnny Katz, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's entertainment guru, says look for Fader to begin a new residency in May at the Strat Showroom. This move ends Fader's 15-year relationship with MGM Resorts. Take AM670 View wherever you go. Check out our website, 670KMZQ.com. Click on that listen live button thought it was a rash but my doctor said it was a tick bite ticks can spread lyme disease and other illnesses leading to chronic health issues my brother was always having asthma flare-ups turns out a roach problem at home was causing it allergens left behind by roaches and rodents are a major driver of asthma attacks when i had a fever and body aches i never thought it was west nile virus mosquitoes breed in standing water and can spread serious diseases Get the facts at pestworld.org. KMCQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, you can get an oil change for only $39.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Pretty good shape to start this Thursday morning commute. No uh, major issues to report. Got a minor accident on the way in from North Las Vegas on I-15 southbound near Lake Mead Boulevard. It's off to the right shoulder, out of the travel lanes. A couple cars there on the right on southbound 15 again near Lake Mead. Should be nice today. Clear, sunny skies, afternoon temperatures in the mid-60s. It's 46, though, right now. I'm Mark Thomas with your on-time traffic and weather on AM670 KMZQ. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot Check it out. and 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 Joan, Shengang, Shanga. Can I just say that of all the idiots. In all the idiot villages, in all the idiot worlds, you stand alone. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. My lovers and truth seekers, you have come to the right place. It is live and local for a Thursday, uh, January 22nd. Good to have you with us. Uh, Kevin Wall with you until 9 o'clock this morning. Um, We are still waiting word from Fulton County, Georgia, as to what is going to happen to uh, Fonnie Willis. Uh, Will she uh, have to recuse herself in the uh, case against Donald J. Trump? Um, We're... uh, uh, folks that have written a lot about this uh, include the Heritage Foundation, Hans 
von Spakovsky uh, joins us. He and Cully Stimson did a really great piece prior to the hearings uh, a week ago, and uh, he joins us now. Hans, how you doing? Uh, Kevin, I'm doing just fine, thanks. Um, let, let, let me just ask you, we went through these uh, these hearings, uh, and, and this was uh, interesting stuff. All the cable news channels carried it. Uh, the uh, Scott McAfee uh, uh, court judge uh, went through this whole thing. It became salacious at times. It was really interesting. It was compelling. But what did we learn after these hearings? Uh, I know you've been covering this story at uh, the Heritage Foundation for quite a while. Can you tell us what we learned in, in, in those hearings down in Fulton County, County, Georgia? Well, first of all, I was very disappointed in the judge. He totally lost control of his courtroom and allowed Fannie Willis, when she came in as a prosecutor, to do things that no other witness would be allowed to do to argue, argue with the lawyers asking uh, her questions. I mean, she was acting like she was the judge as opposed to a witness, and he should never uh, have allowed that to happen. Um, We did learn that uh, it's pretty clear that Nathan Wayne and Fannie Willis are, are lying and have been lying to the court because, you know, they had a witness on someone who has known her for 30 years since college who said, oh, no, their relationship started two years before they're claiming they're doing it. And some of the testimony was just nutty. Remember, a key issue here, it's not just an ethics issue, but it's a potential violation of state or federal law. If you get a kickback from a vendor, uh, you can be criminally prosecuted for that. So that's why they kept asking Fannie Willis about the luxury trips that were paid for by Nathan Wade, who what she who, who was a vendor for her for the county and was being paid with taxpayer funds. And what was her answer? Uh, and his answer why she reimbursed him, but they have no receipts of any kind, no checks, no nothing. Why? Why? Because she was always paying him in cash because she kept large amounts of cash uh, around. And that that lacks total credibility as an answer, Kevin. You and I both know that. Can you imagine what a jury would do if Fannie Willis was in court prosecuting a drug, big drug dealer or a mobster and his excuse for having a large amounts of cash in his house was... Oh, well, I always $15,000, $15,000 at, at, at sometimes $15,000. Right. That is, that, that, so, that is, I, go ahead. No, no. What, so I was going to say, that's, that's a real problem. And look, um, the judge didn't, you didn't even hear testimony about two other very, very important issues because apparently people don't realize this. The judge said before the hearing started to the lawyers um, I don't need testimony about this. I, I can make a decision based on the pleadings that were filed. And what he was talking about was the fact that when Fannie Willis went to her church and gave a sermon in which she attacked the defendants for filing these motions against her and claimed they were racists, uh, that violates the ethics uh, provision in the in the professional code of conduct that says that a prosecutor is not allowed to make 
statements outside of a courtroom that could hold up defendants to public condemnation. Well, what could be worse than what she was what she was saying about that? Plus, something else that didn't get mentioned in the hearings, Kevin, which is very important, is that a criminal prosecutor cannot threaten someone with uh, criminal prosecution in order to get an advantage in a civil case. When she was subpoenaed, when Fannie Pil- uh, Willis was subpoenaed to testify in the uh, divorce case of Nathan Wade and his wife by the wife, she filed, she filed what's called a motion protective order asking the divorce judge to not allow her deposition to be taken. And in it, she said, I need time to investigate the ex-wife for a possible criminal prosecution for interfering in a criminal um, in my criminal case. She was threatening criminal prosecution to gain an advantage of that divorce case. That is a that, that's not a gray area. That is a black and white violation of uh, the professional code of conduct. So, so Hans, what are we waiting on? I mean, this to me seems like it should be a slam dunk, and yet it's taken another week uh, to to ponder all of this. Uh, why is it taking so long? I don't know. The judge, I think it's a slam dunk. Also, my fellow uh, author of that article you mentioned, Kelly Stimson, he's a former federal and state prosecutor. He says it's a slam dunk, and yet. We still haven't gotten an answer from the judge. I will tell you that if this judge does not act to remove Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade and her entire office from the case, he will have committed a grievous judicial error. And you may have heard that it just came out that he actually made a contribution, a political contribution to her election campaign when she was running for office. So he shouldn't have even been on the case. Lost in all of this, lost in all of this is, you know, what happens to Donald J. Trump? Does the case go away? Uh, Does she recuse herself and another set of prosecutors come in and and prosecute the case? Uh, Where do we stand on on the Donald J. Trump part of this thing? Uh, The proper procedure under Georgia uh, court cases and prior precedents is the judge should recuse Fannie Willis and her entire office from even being able to handle this case, and then he transfers the entire criminal prosecution of Donald Trump and all of the defendants to a different county. And in that other county, the new DA, would uh, it would be his or her responsibility to take a new look at the case and decide whether or not to go forward with it. I would hope that's what would happen, and the new DA would realize what a bogus prosecution uh, this is. How long would that take to ramp up? Is that something that could happen pre-election rather than post-election? Uh, it could happen pre-election. I think it would depend on how long it would take a new prosecutor to go through all of the evidence in the case and decide what to do about it. Um, what do you think will happen knowing the judge uh, having watched the proceedings what do you think will happen look what i hope happens is that he does what he's supposed to do under georgia law 
which is remove her and her office from the case. Given how he didn't control his courtroom, given uh, what we just found out about him making a political donation to her uh, campaign, I'm not sure I trust him to to do what's right. I hope he does, but but I'm no longer as optimistic as I was that he would do what he he should do under the law. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, uh, Donald J. Trump, then, the, the the chances of him getting off the hook, so to speak, or, or having the case dismissed, you don't think that will happen? No, I think that if, I think the most that might happen is the judge transfers the entire case to another uh, county and another a new district attorney. Your analysis of, of this, you and Cully uh, Stinson uh, uh, did a great job in, in putting this thing together uh, pre-hearing. Now now that you have seen uh, the hearings, you've seen the, the salacious stuff, you've heard the, the crazy nut job uh, uh, rants of uh, 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 Fonnie Willis, uh, what, what, what do you think of Fonnie Willis? I mean, is she just overmatched in, in, in this job as uh, Fulton County D.A.? I think she is a blatantly political, biased prosecutor who is interested in uh, promoting herself on the national political stage as opposed to actually dealing with and prosecuting the crimes that are occurring in Fulton County and hurting uh, all of the ordinary people that live there. It's going to be fascinating to see how how long it takes for this thing to uh... Uh, be uh, uh, settled. Uh, do you, do you think we're going to get anything uh, in in the next couple of weeks on this? Yes. Yeah, I think I think we will get something in the next couple of weeks. But by the way, at the same time, that sometime in the next couple of weeks, we will also hear from the U.S. Supreme Court on <laughs> Donald Trump and the attempts to knock him off the ballot in places like Colorado and Maine. It's going to be fascinating. Hans, uh, always good to uh, hear your expertise. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If folks want to know more about what you're up to at the Heritage Foundation, how do they do it? Uh, Go to heritage.org, heritage.org, and they can see everything I write there uh, or at the Daily Signal, our electronic newspaper. I love it. Hans, thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. Sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, Hans von Spakowski, the... uh, a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation and the manager of the Heritage Election Law Reform Initiative uh, and uh, a really smart dude when it comes to uh, uh, the law and and things like this. Uh, Stay with us. More to do as we continue. It's going to be a busy morning. Uh, We're on the fast track, believe it or not, as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ. Revolution is being broadcast. Wayne Allen Root, this afternoon, 3 to 6, on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio, done right. Hi, this is Trading Made Easy. Have you ever thought about staying home and working from home? If yes, Trading Made Easy is our automated day trading software, and it's just for you. Some of our members work an hour or two tops. Find out how you can work from your home computer with no experience necessary. With the current market craze, a lot of local people are doing what I said. Trading Made Easy just celebrated its six-year anniversary. The automated day trading software takes trades in a millisecond. Better than any human being. Call me for a free live session. 
Watch it for free. Seeing is believing. Trading Made Easy offers zero down and zero percent financing for the software with no payments needed for 12 months. Trading Made Easy. Working from home was never this easy. For more information, call 1-800-971-4160. That number again, 1-800-971-4160. Or go to tradingmadeeasy.com. That's tradingmadeeasy.com to learn more. They will stop at nothing to destroy our country from within. High inflation, chaos at the border, pro-terrorist rallies on college campuses. This is not the America our founding fathers envisioned for us. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Colonel David Flippo, and I'm running for Congress to fight back against this liberal insanity. Nevadans are tired of watching our country and our state being destroyed by radical liberals and career politicians. Some politicians will go so far to win, they will switch parties when it's convenient. I've been a lifelong conservative Republican who spent 24 years fighting for this country in the United States Air Force. I spent my career defending the country I love, and I am stepping up once again to stop them from taking over our party, our state, and our country. But I need your help to win this fight. Go to electdavidflippo.com for more information. And together, we can flip Nevada Red. This is David Flippo, and I approve this message. Paid for by the committee to elect David Flippo. Hey friends, it's Patrick Casal, the Multicare Group. With the difficulty in finding quality employees to ensure your business thrives, I have a solution for you. Offer employee benefits. Benefits are 100% tax deductible to the employer, income tax-free to the employees and dependents, can be used nationally, and are far more robust than any other individual plan being offered. The Multicare Group can help you obtain affordable quality health benefits. We have access to association health plans that offer multiple options, attractive rates for you and your employees, with national access and the finest hospitals and physicians in your United States. Call the MultiCare Group today for your no-obligation quote, 702-396-9449. We have access to all the carriers that offer health insurance, dental coverage, vision care, group life and disability insurance. Allow our relationships to guarantee you the most competitive rates. The MultiCare Group can provide you with all these services, plus we can offer payroll services at the most competitive rates, along with the best workers' compensation programs available in the country. Call Patrick Casal of the MultiCare Group today, 702-396-9449. The world has fallen apart with the disastrous decline of our government, our cities, and our lives brought on by Joe Biden and his radical Marxist handlers. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Gunter, 110% behind President Trump, former U.S. ambassador, a dedicated physician for over 28 years in Nevada, and now I'm taking on the radical, liberal Jackie Rosen for the U.S. Senate. We've seen wars around the world, from Ukraine to Israel, America's next, and we need to stop it. We need to close our borders and institute the largest deportation program in U.S. history. We absolutely need to throw them out. We need to be energy independent and not reliant on those who hate America. Like I always say, drill, baby, drill. President Trump needs your help, and so do I. This is a political war on the home front, but we will win. Visit drjeffgunter.com to learn more, and let's take back our country and let's take back the u.s senate i'm dr jeff gunter candidate for u.s senate and i approve this message paid for by dr jeff gunter for senate this is live and local with kevin wall on am 670 kmzq talk radio done right tomorrow basketball term the shot clock is uh Counting down, uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, New York City uh, or the New York State judgment against Donald J. Trump 
um, $400 million and uh, north of that. Uh, we're still waiting to see how the uh, Trump team is going to proceed. Uh, what are the what are the options? Uh, there are a number of options. I mean, he can s- sell off a couple of properties and probably pay off the $400 million. Uh, do you uh, post uh, a bond, which is equal to the amount of the judgment? And, of course, uh, we've got uh, uh, money uh, that's going to be going out the door either way, whether it's via a bond or, or via just paying the fine. Uh, we don't know what the uh, Trump team is going to come up with. But wh- one of the things I thought was interesting yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Alina Haba uh, is the uh, attorney of record for Donald J. Trump in New York and elsewhere and uh, discusses the legal options. This is cut one, by the way, uh, for Donald Trump and his New York judgment. Here it is. Miss James started out asking for $250 million. When she got a glimpse of just how wealthy the Trump organization is because they're a successful business in the state of New York, because they employ thousands of people and pay hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes to the state of New York, she upped that she upped that ask. Why? Because her goal was to try and hurt the president, try and hurt his family, his company. And quite honestly, all I can say to that without breaking my privilege and giving her a glimpse, which I would never give her the courtesy of having into our strategy, is that she has no chance. The appellate record is strong. The record is going to be uh, very clear to the American public. And I look forward to having everyone see what we say and, and really get a glimpse of what happened in that 11 weeks in court. But nonetheless, Alina, that amount, is there any Hail Mary pass that circumvents the reality that that money has to be paid, whether it's in a bond or in cash, before you can go to the appellate process? Is there any workaround at all? So there's a couple things, right? And I'll speak generally. You can post a bond, um, which is an option. You can tell the judge that you should set aside the verdict because it's insane, which this is. Um, will you be asking him to do those that? options are on the table. I will never show my cards, Martha. You know I'm too good to do that. But I will tell you that we, we have a great team. I'm proud of our, our team, and we're working around the clock to figure out what strategically is the best move. One thing I can tell you is that her goal of tearing down the Trump organization, her goal of tearing down the individuals that work so hard, including on his campaign, his family, and the list goes on and on, her goal is frankly not going to succeed. That's all I'm willing to say. What did you make of the fact that she said, you know, when she was sort of guessing how he may come up with this money or what he might choose to sell off, she said, well, I look up at 40 Wall Street every single day. (laughs) Yes. And that chip on her shoulder is why we're here today. Look, this is a woman who ran on getting Trump before she even knew anything about the Trump organization. She made good on a campaign promise, and she used Judge Ngoran to help her facilitate that promise. Martha, all I can say is this. President Trump is one of the smartest businessmen, one of the greatest presidents we have ever seen. If she thinks she is going to take him down, if that was her goal, which we all know very well it was, and she got a strong assist there in court. But I will tell you this. That goal will not be successful. And that is the message I can give to everyone listening here. It will not be successful. We've seen it happen time and time again. Look at what's happening in Georgia. Look at what's happening with Miss James going to Washington right before she files the complaint. We have proof of that now. We're not talking about it because it's so damaging. This is all political. There's actually no, no factual basis to it. And I'm really looking forward to everybody seeing our record on appeal. I hope they take the time to yeah. read it so that they can get a window into what are the 
facts. They've done nothing wrong. Well, there were no victims and everyone made money. It, I mean, it's, it's interesting. We're going to get into this later. But um, that, that, you know, the numbers in New York right now indicate that there are Democrats who are leaning towards Trump. I mean, he's still 12 points behind yeah. the current president. But I think it's interesting, given how perhaps, you know, the overreach of this that maybe all people look at and try to figure out how this possibly makes sense. Andy McCarthy wrote this in National Review. Just a quick thought on this before I let you go, Alina, if I may. He said, to my mind, it's unlikely that Trump's appeal will result in a clean win for either side. The realist in me is not banking on a sweeping appellate win for Trump. I anticipate that he will get material relief in terms of the dollar amount, but I wouldn't hold my breath on the rest of the penalties, and those penalties matter a lot. What do you say to that? I say that I welcome him to be part of the legal team if he thinks he knows the case better than the team that tried it for 11 weeks. I've been on this case for the better of three years. I can tell you right now, um, there are truly no facts that support any of these decisions. And that, again, as I can say, will be made very clear in our appeal. Uh, Alina Haba, smart legal lady uh, and the attorney of record for uh, Donald J. Trump, uh, will be interested to see. Uh, what happens? Uh, again, uh, the Trump campaign has uh, 30, or the Trump team, I should say, has 30 days in which to uh, either post a bond or uh, pay in cash um, what what is what is owed in this judgment. Uh, that you you know that the uh, Trump uh, campaign is going to appeal this. Uh, we know we know that Donald J. Trump is not going to go quietly uh, into the night. He just simply won't. It just won't happen. Uh, coming up, by the way, top of the hour, Aaron Phillips will join us, the co-founder of Power to Parent, uh, the president of that fine organization. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're still trying to uh, digest what's going to happen to uh, Jesus Jara. Uh, he has resigned as uh, superintendent of the uh, Clark County School District, uh, the fifth largest school district in the country. It'll be interesting to see uh, how this thing plays out uh, before the uh, CCSD. Uh, stay where you are.